0: fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haidner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final out. try and for, for the touchdown. Out. What a perfect second ball. ever Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Week 15 Fantasy Preview Show. Coming to you on a Thursday. I know you're not used to seeing me on a Thursday, but Wednesday was pretty rough. <laughs> Wolf was nice enough to bring me on the Thursday show as a little bit of a makeup. It's a fantasy fullback dive brought to you by the good people at the Roto Street Journal. We're paving your way, we're acting as your lead blocker to fantasy glory, fantasy excellence, and everything in between glory and excellence in that. Really, really narrow part of the pie chart. Uh, we breed and feed fantasy wolves, of course. I'm your host, Nat the Truth Jones, with me as always, the Wolf of Rotor Street himself. First Thursday show uh, with the two of us in probably like a couple years.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We got to get you back though. I know it was a tough Wednesday for you, but we can't go the entire week without having a little truth yeah. in our lives. You need right. you need some honesty. You need some truth. So I'm pumped you could join us, and we got a crazy ass Thursday with you know Keenan Allen maybe not playing, Mike Williams probably out Justin Herbert I, and I'm getting a ton of questions It's probably been one of the crazier question days on Twitter so I wanted to make sure I have my man with me for these sit starts um, we'll rip through all the, the usual injuries as we do but I'm gonna try to rip through it as fast as we can my higher lower Hail Mary so if you guys are willing to stick around for all that that'll probably take about 40 35 40 minutes of just great fantasy content as always the you need to know but then we will hit a mailbag from then Till kickoff, we plan to hit about an hour or so of questions. Whatever you guys have, would love to have you stick around and interact with us. Awesome. for those of you tuned in, and if you don't mind, quickly that thumbs up in for us. Help us get to more people. Help us reach a bigger audience. It means the world. And he shares, retweets, comments, like all that good stuff. Come on down, Wolfpack. We're fucking pumped. This is the semis, baby. Let's get this. I know.
0: For those of you that are still alive, and I mean, I, I would assume that's most of our audience right now. But you, your two hosts, are not. I lost a heartbreaker. I think I, I I haven't I haven't been able to open the app to look at the score. Like that's how I mean I know I, I know I lost. I think I lost by like six something like that. Um, I'm actually glad that I lost early in the fourth quarter because. If it had been, if it had come down at the end, my opponent had Justin Tucker, and he kicked a fifty-some yard field goal. If that had won the game, I would have like probably kicked the TV in, but I had already lost at that point. Yeah. So at that That's point, I was the Yeah, yeah. Tied <laughs> the rope in the house, like there. You gotta, you gotta watch yourself at that point. It was bad. It made me feel terrible. You know how you feel. You just feel a little empty inside. Oh uh, yeah. I feel a little empty inside.
1: Exactly, and anyway. I know we were joking on air. Now you have no stress watching football. You can just enjoy Fuck that. Like nobody, nobody yeah. is on that.
0: Yeah. You know what that's like? Do you know what that's like? That's like when you have this super hot girlfriend and then, and she dumps you and then you're sitting on your couch by yourself, you know, eating a bag of chips and watching TV. And you're just like, you know what? This is great. I can do whatever I want now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's so much freedom. Right. I'm just a free man. I can go do everything. Yeah. I'm wearing fucking I'm, I'm in my sweatpants, like doing whatever the fuck I want. Like I can drink yeah. a beer in the bathroom if I want to. Fuck exactly. her. That's, that's what it's like. I'm I feel bad about it anyway. Here we go. Let's get right into this stuff. Let's let's the people are waiting. They want they want the content. So let's go. Let's go. Mike on. Williams got a back injury. He's not expected to play in week 15 against the Raiders. It's interesting because Keenan Allen might not be either. Obviously, we're going to be talking about that, but I mean that's that's not an insignificant thing, right? Well,
1: not at all. And, and we might as well bring up the fact Keenan yeah. Allen—they're concerned they're not going to have him, and concerned. probably in quotes, big concern. And if he plays, Schefter says he's probably going to be limited. So I think that's the big question. Like, okay, we can get over Mike Williams—he's out. Not that many people are probably starting Mike Williams at this point, but Keenan Allen's like. Do I play Keenan Allen tonight? I think that's probably the question so many people are, are asking. Why people are tuned in here, and I'm under the, the impression—this is my opinion on this one—if he is playing, you're facing a Raiders defense down four starters, including a bunch in the secondary. And hey, it's we are getting—we
0: are getting a, a comment right now. He says they just gave a thumbs up. They're both playing. I don't know. Oh, oh. I have—I have nothing except the comment I'm looking at. Going on, it could be not true, uh, but anyway, I'm just letting you hey. know. And that's great to know. Thank you. And listeners, yeah, because we can't track the news. Metta world Peace, If you're right, we appreciate the hot tip. We do appreciate Uh, it. Jeff Jeff. has confirmed it also. These Periscope guys are coming in hot with the same information. So it looks like they might both be playing tonight. Thanks, fellas. So both
1: are in. So that, that is not insignificant because that will also be a big boost to Justin Herbert, who preview is my lower quarterback of the week and higher lower Hail Mary. Even with these guys, especially if they're dinged up, I'm not that into Justin Herbert tonight. We'll go into all those reasons in a little bit. But if Keenan Allen sounds like he is, he's in my lineup. I'm playing Keenan Allen tonight. If I go down, I go fucking down with my studs. I wouldn't want to be – I've gotten questions like, do I stream like Lin Bowden or like – no, come on. You're fucking playing Keenan Allen if you have Keenan Allen. He's a goddamn stud and he's facing a depleted Raiders defense. I imagine he'll do maybe not quite what he's going to do. Like typically, you know, Austin Eckler has eaten into that workload quite a bit these last few weeks. Even still, Keenan Allen's in your lineup and 90% of sit starts. You have to have a really stacked cabinet. I mean, I had one guy ask me, like, Calvin Ridley or or Keenan Allen. Okay, you're going Calvin Ridley. But yeah, you know, Keenan Allen is in my lineups where I own him. um, And and I would not hesitate to start him. And it makes me feel a little bit better about Herbert that Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams are going to play even if he's going to be my lower. And I'm not going to f- waver on that. I do not like that fucking motherfucker after these last few weeks. And we'll
0: talk about why in a little bit. The guys uh, in the comment section are saying that they're both playing that they're going to be on a rep count. So uh, for oh, whatever it is, right. I mean, there's more and more information that's coming in from our loyal fans that, you know, thanks guys.
1: <laughs> then it's, it's like, okay, fuck. Like Scarecrow, is he just a decoy? Right. I like, mean, you know, you,
0: I don't know, dude. It's I,
1: I, a rep count Keenan Allen against a bad Raiders defense dinged up is better than no Keenan Allen. He's
0: probably going to uh, go like seven for 85, maybe score a touchdown.
1: I don't right. know. I, I bet he'll do his usual thing. You have to have some really good options. Let us know what your questions are about Keenan Allen. I have him right at wide receiver 14 or so. So most of the time I'm going to say Keenan Allen, but let us know what your Keenan Allen questions are. Get those on it folks.
0: All right. Ronald Jones, COVID-19 and finger surgery. Leonard Fournette expected to lead the Bucks. Buckle your seatbelts, folks.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's an explosive offense. Ronald Jones has taken over the stranglehold, and he's been a, a low end RB one, even you know high end RB one a few weeks in a row. So uh, it, this is a big injury in the sense of the path is open for for Leonard Fournette to be a top twenty four running back. He's my RB twenty three this week at such a position that's so impossible to figure out. Hopefully, if you had Ronald Jones, you have the handcuff here with Leonard Fournette. Even though he was the healthy scratch, so sure you know last week McCoy played over him, Keyshawn Vaughn played over him. They are already saying that he's been great in practice for net looked explosive, putting in the work all week as the lead guy. So I, I'm going to expect Ronald, uh, Leonard Fournette to lead this team in carries, you know, 15 to 18 carries in a decent matchup against the Falcons who are particularly vulnerable to pass catching backs. Not that Fournette's a great one, but he has played a lot Man, of, third down. Him, I feel like
0: I've seen him drop a lot of oh, passes. out of he's, he's horrendous. <laughs> let's, let's be real.
1: He's a horrendous pass catcher, but he's played plenty of third downs this year. I, I think he'd be a good bet to score. Should he be the lead back, you know, 60 yards, touchdown. Thrilling start? No. But dependable, steady volume at this point? Yeah, I mean, probably. I prefer, like, Jeff Wilson for a lot of questions, like Wilson for net, But I, I still could put Fournette in lineups this week. Feel okay about it.
0: All right. Drew Brees. He of the 11 broken ribs and punctured lung has taken some first-team reps and has a chance to start Week 15. What do you think about that, dude?
1: I mean, I obviously am tracking this one. If for for so many reasons, we've seen Taysom Hill and the impact that has on the offense. Been okay for Mike Thomas; he's lived, he's buoyed by the value. Like he's he's getting peppered, but guys like Alvin Kamara, literally, he's gone from averaging twenty-seven fantasy points per game, over twenty-seven fantasy points per game, to being up like right around fourteen—a two-touchdown difference in output from Alvin Kamara based on Breeze versus uh, Taysom Hill. That's huge, and obviously, you're playing Kamara probably either way, but. If Breeze is in your lineup, he goes back to top three status, whereas if he's out, it's, oh, God, I'm putting Kamara in because I like Kamara. He's my favorite fucking player. I've loved him all year, and, and God damn it, now I have Taysom Hill. So it's it's one of those situations where Kamara is it's, – it's most impacting Kamara. I think either Taysom Hill or Breeze, like if you're one of those owners that has both those guys – I have them both at QB 10. If whichever one plays is going to be my number 10 quarterback. I already kind of put myself to that because it's going to be a high-scoring game against the Chiefs. They're going to need points. It's at home. I'd rather, honestly, Breeze be in the lineup. But it's just been such mixed signals. Like, you know, Sean Payton saying, well, man, he's got 11 broken ribs. Like, are we really going to expect him to play? But that's what Sean Payton does. He likes to play around him fool and try to get in his opponent's heads. I, I think he's going to play. I really, if I had to get, take a guess, Breeze plays, which is a huge boost to Kamara, who's also only 7,400 on DraftKings, would be a smash play if at that price if Breeze is in. Um, so that's that's the most important person is Alvin Kamara, what it means for him. But obviously, you know, even Jared Cook, I guess a, a Kansas City team that's bottom five against tight ends, would have even more value should he be out. So this is an important one to track. Both will be the QB10, whoever it is, though.
0: All right, James Conner, quad injury did not practice Thursday. He has not been doing much. The Steelers no, run the that ball shit. surprisingly poorly. Given it doesn't like even how matter. To it, right. And that would be this? the
1: point of this one. Is like if you're sitting here waiting for James Connor, then you're probably not in your your competition right now. Now I'm thinking right. about my. You're probably at-
0: like one of us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And even That's we didn't have my it, team, right. the number one team is James Conner as his RB2. So maybe so, but ultimately, like, are you waiting it out for Benny Snell? No. Pick up Bode, pick up one of these waiver wire guys to plug in. You don't want to deal with James Conner. Um, I got a question earlier, like Landry versus James Conner. Who am I going? You're going Landry. Landry's on a hot streak. There's no James Bradbury we'll talk about in a second. Like, I just don't want to have to think about James Conner, even when he's been in. What do you have, 18 yards last week on 10 carries? Mm. It, it's been bad. It's been really fucking bad. Um, no interest in James Conner ever for the rest of my life, ever.
0: No. Do you remember, like maybe two years ago, two and a half, maybe two or three years ago? Whenever Nick Chubb was gonna was in his second year, you remember I had the choice and I knew I was gonna be able to take Connor or Chubb, and you convinced me to take Connor. Ugh, sorry. I'm still <laughs> mad. I'm still mad about that. And there's no more. So, I was just, I was you. all about Chubb, like from the time the season ended, and like he yeah. was gonna be like one, and and then like just gradually more and more people were like, really, you're gonna keep Chubb, like instead of Connor. And like, you weren't the only one. It was like almost everybody told me to keep Connor. And I, uh, I just, I succumbed to something I knew was the wrong move. And I regretted it. Like the worth the, worth the gold, second man. that I did it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh,
1: and Chubb is like, like how fun is Chubb to like, just the, the presence of him on your team. What a monster that man is playing. He with, like, like five and a half eight. yards
0: of carry for his career. Yeah. He's
1: he's one of the best pure runners I think the league has ever seen. Certainly right now active. I, I couldn't name more than three people that are better just pure runners than Nick Chubb. Maybe the best. Maybe like Derrick Henry and and you know Dalvin Cook are just gliders too. But Nick Chubb is just a monster. I
0: now, I Derrick, want him Henry, on every- Derrick Henry doesn't even look like he's running fast. <laughs> oh, he, he's
1: just steamrolling.
0: You're right. Yeah. It was such a badass. All right, go ahead. Next one. Mike Gusecki, shoulder injury, Devonte Parker, Jakeem Grant and Salvin Ahmed are all limited at Thursday's practice. A lot of banged up dolphins. A lot uh, of some of, them, some of them pretty, cons- uh, you know, some of them pretty significant actually.
1: Yes, uh, Gesecki was just yeah. off a two touchdown day, a monster effort, and it looked like he dislocated his shoulder. He's probably the biggest one, the one that like most owners are relying on. The other two, you know, Gesecki, I don't expect him to play. That looked bad. He was really grimacing. Uh, I don't know, maybe he plays, and if he plays, he's probably in your lineup because he's really in done with two at quarterback. Uh, regardless of who's at quarterback, whereas Devontae Parker doesn't get it done with Tua, uh, he, his numbers between the splits with Parker uh, with Fitz versus Tua are just it, asinine. How ridiculous it is! Uh, but Jakeem Grant uh, also going to be out uh, or also limited. The real reason we bring this up is like, Lynn Bowden was one of my favorite waiver wire pickups this week. I think he'd be a nice Hail Mary running back. Hint: He's going to. We're going to talk about him later. But if all these guys play. Uh, can you really use Lin Bowden? So it's worth tracking. I don't think they, they do end up suiting up, uh, but just worth monitoring. And also for DeAndre Washington's streamability, ability. If Salman Ahmed's in, he seems to be the one they prefer. So he yeah. also dropped in so many leagues, Salman Ahmed, and, and understandably so. Maybe look to him on the waiver wire if you are desperate at running back, because if he plays, he's probably going to be the Miami lead guy.
0: All right, Curtis Samuel, hamstring issue. We hate hamstring issues. He was added to the Panthers injury report on Thursday, and he is questionable. That, that seems like an extremely bad sign to me.
1: Absolutely. A midweek hamstring is never anything that you want to you want to see. And what the Roto World Blurbs noted is that the, the press didn't really comment on it at all. So maybe it wasn't anything major. Uh, still, though, a midweek hamstring is something you absolutely have to pay attention to. So DJ Moore returning to the lineup would obviously get a nice boost up uh, if there is no Curtis Samuel, a decent target bump. Um, and. It's just tough because Samuels, I think he led all receivers and expected fantasy points last week with the targets, the way he's used as a running back. No McCaffrey, as we're going to talk about next, you know, no McCaffrey's doubtful for the week. So Samuels really picks up a lot of that slack. And he's been a top 25 receiver, I think, in, in seven of the last nine games. I mean, very steady, very consistent. Somebody that a lot of owners are probably depending upon. This makes him a lot more worrisome. Uh, and, and you wonder, you know, how this attack and how this offense will operate with a guy that's become like their third down maestro every time. So it, intriguing to see. Definitely something you have to monitor if you're a Curtis Samuel owner.
0: Daniel Jones, hamstring and ankle, was estimated as limited for Thursday's practice. Giants need this guy if they're going to be the team to come out 6-10 and 10 and win that division. <laughs> It's such a fucking joke, but oh, so true. Oh, excuse me. Uh,
1: yeah. It, it, the thing with these injuries, though, is Daniel Jones has been streamable when he can run because he actually has some
0: sneaky Konami upside. We've seen yeah, like he six can he run. Can, he I mean, I mean Remember that play where he fell down like on the eight yard line when he was just by oh himself? Completely? I mean, if you take that part out of it, it was a great run. Exactly. It was a, he has some sneaky jets, but with
1: he, you know, last week was his first week back. He was not moving well at all. It was very clear. He was limited. He was not even trying to run, never mind being escapable in the pocket. And so that limits so much of his appeal, even against this pathetic Cleveland defense. I mean, I would honestly love to start Daniel Jones as a streamer, Hail Mary, in QB2 leagues if he was fully healthy, but how could you trust this guy? And, and all the, the boost that you'd supposedly get to Shepard to, you know, Darius Slayton, especially you got to kind of toss that out and, and chuck it away. Cause honestly, I can't it, it, last week just showed like these guys are not safe all of a sudden because Jones is not making people miss in the pocket. He's not buying himself extra time. And behind that awful offensive line, should he play? He's unplayable. And it's looking like he's honestly just trending to not even playing anyways. Uh, just, yeah, avoid giants. Avoid giants at this point, even in that nice match. Yeah, that's a Again. great
0: rule of thumb. Anyway,
1: it's usually <laughs> yeah, pretty much a ninety-nine percent chance of working out for you. You avoid the giants, but especially this week with a banged up Daniel Jones. Even if he plays, and if he doesn't, obviously you're not
0: touching him. All right, Antonio Gibson toe injury. We hate hamstrings. We hate toes. Worked on the side at Thursday's practice. Worked on the side. Yeah. Love that phrase. <laughs> what did he do? What was he doing on the side? He was working he was Yeah, he was working on the <laughs> was, side. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I guess that's better than not working on the side. He, he was
1: there. He was on the feet. Exactly. Better than not being there. He was in the building. He was in the building, folks. I wouldn't expect to have him. And honestly, even if you do it'd be tough to trust him at this point. Um, It's worth noting. And if we get like full practice suddenly tomorrow, Oh, okay. Maybe we can get back to the Gibson train. Cause I mean, this guy did last full game at 35 points. Like he's a stud. He's an absolutely bonafide stud. I don't expect him out there, but maybe if you can survive this week and you own Gibson, it seems like he's trending towards returning this year. Whereas I thought they might shut him down uh, for the season. So it, the fact that he's even working, whatever the hell that means on the side, uh, yeah, on the side. It, it's at least a little room for optimism for his future this season, but I, I wouldn't expect him to be going tonight.
0: Zeke. Oh God. Why do we even cover this guy in the injury report? <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe? Zeke calf injury. He remained limited for Thursday's practice. I unclear if that means he was doing work on the side or if he was just doing less reps or what, but anyway, if you're, If you're still in your league somehow and you got Zeke, first of all, good job building the rest of your team. Second of all, uh, he's got a calf injury, he's limited. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly i mean how could you have this guy in your lineup uh some one owner a guy shout out the actually the guy that beat me
0: the guy that beat me had zeke in his lineup he just exactly. had a bunch of he just had a bunch of good players too yep
1: my my girlfriend has jonathan taylor and zeke so that helped carry her forward zeke's now firmly on the bench she has jk dobbins as well so she's gonna there.
0: roll colt mccoy out this week what that is your girlfriend rolling colt mccoy out yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Diehard checking. Giants fan, put Colton there. No, she's got Ryan Tanny there. Oh. Um, no, yeah, I obviously, you, you can't have Zeke in lineups at this point. He, We saw Tony Pollard almost match him in touches this last week. And as we talked about on the recap show, he couldn't do it against since a fucking Natty. You can't do it against the Bengals. When is it going to get done? Do yeah, like 40 yards or something, right? And it, like half it, of them were on one carry. Exactly. And the schedule's only getting harder down the stretch here. You can't trust Zeke. And somehow right. he's still ranked. I mean, he's my running back lower of the week. So I'm going to go through this once more again. I'll go through
0: it quicker when That's we're running We've back. done this five weeks in a row, probably. Maybe he's, is. he's
1: my running back lower every week, and it has not failed me. Uh, right. But yeah, you can't trust Zeke. You Simply put, you cannot trust Zeke. Whether he's limited or not, you're not trusting Zeke.
0: All right. Kenny Galladay, hip injury, remains sidelines for Thursday's practice. So limited in practice, remaining sidelined in practice, and working on the side. There's a difference. Kenny Galladay hey. remain sidelined. No work.
1: You, no work. No work on the sideline. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're not he's getting doing Galladay doing yeah. puzzles. No work. No work. No work. You're not going to get him back. Uh, and even if you did, would you really put Galladay in your lineup at this point? I just wanted to kind of – it's like the weekly, hey, Galladay's not practicing again. Oh,
0: shocker. What a waste of a third. And when round. he does, he's also going to suck, by the way. Yeah. Who's going to suck? He's going to suck even if he plays, so who cares? Exactly. That's because Because Matt Stafford, ribs, not to be confused with Drew Brees' 11 broken ribs, but whatever Stafford's rib issue is, he remains sidelines for Thursday's practice. No work. No work as well. Not like Gibson's. (laughs) (laughs) Stafford and Galladay not working together.
1: Yeah. If this means the Chase Daniels show, ooh, that's going to be ugly. Uh, Chase Daniels. I got to
0: stop reading these comments while we're talking. Austin is killing me.
1: Oh, nice. I can't wait to get in there. We got a loaded mailbag already. Yeah, I'm right. talking like yeah.
0: 100 messages or something. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, uh, Stafford,
1: but you can't trust Chase Daniels. And that means, you know, Marvin Jones, some guys that have been playing really well, DeAndre Swift even, like, I get the Tennessee matchups juicy, but like, oh, if
0: Chase Daniels is leading the charge, really? Come on. Carl Rudolph, foot injury, remain sidelined for Thursday's practice. No work. No work.
1: And I don't expect him to play. Uh, and in his absence, Irv Smith last week, you no know, tight end three and two of his last three games, Irv Smith is in the tight end three fantasy. The last three games he's played. Uh, and another week without Rudolph against a Bears team, giving up the third most points to tight ends. Sign me up for the Herb Smith Waiver wire experience, guys. Uh he's only twelve percent owned right now. If you need a tight end, I, I don't know I mean, how this guy's a, going.
0: what an experience that will be.
1: It is the Seriously. best of experiences. I'm a huge Irv Smith fan. Tans, right. I know Tans texted me a question. I don't know if he's tuned in or not. But Tans, if you're tuned in, he asked about like Hunter Henry. I I've kind of done with Hunter Henry. Fucking you know me now. I'm always lower on Hunter Henry, and I've never been wrong because Hunter Henry's done shit.
0: You'll have been wrong in, in a couple of years, probably on him.
1: Yeah, maybe a couple of years, but not not anytime soon. Uh, right. So, yeah.
0: All right. Bill's coach, Sean McDermott, said John Brown, ankle injury, will not play in week 15 against the Broncos. All right. I mean, coach says he's not playing. He's probably not playing. He's probably out.
1: not. Suited up. I know he's a popular waiver wire pickup this week. Uh, sucks because you got to survive the next week for him to even matter. And he's got a, a brutal matchup next week anyways. Uh, this just means Gabriel Davis right back into your streaming plans. He scored a touchdown in three straight weeks. Probably to do it again. I I love the way this Bill's offense is cooking and uh, anybody that's a viable piece, it's not going to be Brown. It's going to be
0: Davis. Uh, So don't expect Brown wasted waiver wire pickup. If you, if you scoop. Ankle injury, Chase Edmonds did not practice Thursday. Drake horse. I mean, it seems like Drake's already kind of snuck his way into that alpha role there. Anyway, this would seem to cement it even further. You know, uh, it seems like this would probably affect Drake owners more than it would be hurting the Edmonds owners who probably are not, putting a ton of stock in him at this point anyway.
1: Yeah, I've really gotten a couple of starts about Edmonds. So this one is just one. Don't play Edmonds. He's probably not yeah. going to play. But then Drake, if he is the every down horse, because Edmonds does still seed into the uh, the third down snaps. He sneaks in for about 20% of the carries and about 50% of the targets. I mean, if all that goes to Drake in a decent matchup against Philly, a game that I think is going to put up some good points, uh, Drake has to be top 15 at worst top maybe top 12 this week he's really been cooking he scored a touchdown I want to say four touchdowns in his last four weeks maybe even five he's been really cooking um and this just only boosts his stock
0: Mike Thomas ankle injury remains sidelined for Thursday's practice assuming that means no work as well uh you know what's there to say about Mike Thomas anymore uh, he's been an
1: absolute nightmare of a headache. Lately, lately, he's been okay. He's kind of come through with like decent, like eight for 80 or, you know, nine for a hundred. Has, has
0: he been, I spent $64 or whatever in my auction on him. Okay. No. Nope. No, no, no. no. First round. No.
1: Uh, and now he's giving you another reason to, you know, fret. I imagine this is not going to be one that, that he sits out. They, they have a lot to play for um, so I expect you to be able to have Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Thomas. It's just a matter of who is his quarterback and is it better for him to have Taysom Hill because he's played better in the few games he's had with Hill than he has in the few games he had with breeze. Uh, but I expect him to that was be out
0: there.
1: Make sure you have a backup plan. This is a stud. I do not expect to play. Julio Jones hamstring issue. Play.
0: We hate hamstring issues. Did not practice Thursday. No work goes without saying we hate the hamstrings. We hate the toe injuries when it comes to receivers. Uh, it looks like Julio is not going to go.
1: No. And there were some rumblings that the team might shut him down for the year. Uh, so again, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also, so with the Thomas thing too, like uh, Sanders is out there in a lot of wave wires right now. He could end up becoming the alpha uh, similar to to Julio. Russell Gage is out there in over 90% of leagues right now. And, he saw you know a nice twelve point day in happy PR leagues. Seventy two percent of the offensive snap, seven targets last week. Uh, he's a nice solid floor option, and only forty six hundred on DraftKings too. Uh, Russell Gage, if Julio does sit this one out, and just another big bump for Calvin Ridley, who's already been just eating. Doesn't really matter who's in or out of the lineup. Uh, but last week we saw another twenty five point day for Ridley, and he expected yet another one of those against
0: a Tampa Bay defense that's really struggling. All right, Robert Wood sidelined for Wednesday's practice with a thigh injury, also known as the quad. Sidelined, no good. What do you think? You think this serious? I, I don't know. The one thing that concerns me is they played on Thursday,
1: so he had a lot of time to rest this thing, and now he's sitting again. So is it like are you really giving the guy a veterans day of rest when he just had, you know, a whole week to rest? It makes me nervous. And if he sits, you know, maybe Tyler Higby. Against a team that just got decimated by Darren Waller a couple of weeks ago, maybe some of these tight ends, Gerald Everett, become more viable streamers should Woods miss time. And obviously, Cooper Cup would just become a vacuum of targets. And Josh Reynolds, a waiver-wire hero, could end being a very viable play. I think he plays. I, I if you know, It doesn't seem like anything too serious to me, but just something that, again, we're just trying to get everything on your radar as you head into the weekend.
0: All right, as we continue along with the injury report, this is the most – Injuries, we probably ever that's covered. That's a crazy oh, yeah. week, man. I know I shouldn't have put money many on, but like twenty-seven minutes into the pod, Brandon Cooks' neck injury remained limited, and that's a direct quote for Thursday's practice. I'm not sure who that quote's attributed to, but he was limited, so he got some yeah. work in.
1: He did, and he was limited all last week before sitting out. So it's not a lock he's going to play. I imagine he's in though. And last time out, you know, Cutie ended up having 140 yards against the, the Colts. I imagine Cooks could do something similar uh to this team. So. If he's in, it's risky, less than 100 Cooks is always a risk. But he'd probably be a top 35 receiver for me, given his status as Deshaun Watson's number one. And he just opens up so much of the field for the rest of this offense. So you hope to see him, especially if you're a Deshaun Watson owner. You might not have Cooks in there, but Deshaun
0: Watson-wise, you really want to see Cooks play. All right. Raheem Mostert, ankle injury. He was limited at Thursday's practice uh 49ers just I, I mean have they been eliminated i mean it kind of seems like they're hanging on by a threat at this point if they're still uh alive if, it, if they're alive it's like three
1: percent chance that they make it in at this right. point um mosher did have an mri as well so both sketchy signs it's just another reason you know jeff wilson's only 50 percent under so right now he should be 100 percent because if mosher sits against dallas and you're getting all the, the work I mean, he'd be a top 15 running back play in that case, but it's looking like Mostert's going to play. And now it's suddenly like, oh, back to the shitty ass committee. And if he plays, I mean, even last week at limited capacity, he was ripping off a good chunk play after chunk play on limited carries. It's just like, I, I, I would love to see him sit. So then Jeff Wilson's at least like, yes, I know exactly what I'm getting. Cause otherwise, it's a pretty ugly backfield, but I still do think it's the Jeff Wilson show. I have Wilson higher ranked uh, for next week.
0: 49 are just designated tight end George Kittle. He's got the foot injury and he practiced on Thursday. It's great. I got him sitting on my bench and I am done. So God, that burns me up. I mean, I've got this guy sitting on my bench right now. I, I made the big pickup that Mitch Chavez recommended and it won't matter. I can't use him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. He's hitting <laughs> in my arm. Stuff Irish. that benefits my fantasy team. Now that we're out, just infuriates me.
1: Yeah. Exactly, a savvy play that just won't matter for a, an owner like you and me. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna bad. be
0: like I'm gonna be like seventy years old, rocking on my rocking chair on my porch, and talking about how in 2020, you know, if I could have just gotten through that playing game for the playoffs, I had George Kittle stashed on my bench.
1: Yeah, my, exactly. My I was guaranteed. My grandkids to go are off. gonna
0: be like, "Would you please stop talking about that?" You, Shut you the fuck tell I'm that story man. literally every time we come over, Mom. Grandpa Get over fucking- it
1: grandpa shit himself and he's talking about george kittle right. like grandpa that. keeps oh, talking man. about
0: how he had george kittle stashed
1: oh <laughs> uh, i love it yeah if he plays though i mean right back in your top two tight ends like it's him it's it may be waller but he plays tonight so i guess it'd be your number three tight end because waller's my number two as of right now uh, it, he'd be a monster play against dallas even on limited snap count yeah You're getting kittle in
0: two. i would have loved to have had him
1: yeah. And the last two here, defensive injuries, Bradbury put on the COVID list for the Giants. Um, actually pretty big news as a cornerback. He's been really shut down. So Jarvis Landry, he's already on a hot streak and now there's even less wor- reason to worry about him. Shoot, shot up like five spots in my rankings because of this news. And then Kendricks, uh, Eric Kendricks, the, the number six linebacker for pro football focus, particularly good in coverage, is expected to be out uh, this week. He did not practice. And that you know, what does it matter against, you know, Trubisky? Eh, you know, Dave Montgomery, it helps, who's, who's cooking right now. And Cole Komet, like the tight no, end, be assigned to cover.
0: Dave What'd you Montgomery. Say? I said Montgomery is cooking. He it's really crazy. is. What the hell's going know. on?
1: <laughs> I wish we had, like because I know we highlighted him on our, our strength of schedule show. Like, hey, this yeah, guy's yeah, going to, if this guy had any talent, he'd cr- crush the schedule. Well, it turns out he has a little more talent than I think we gave him credit for. And he is crushing that schedule. Ah uh, fuck! So this is yeah. even more reason to like him. righty, folks, right. let's let's move on. Uh, we have over a hundred questions, so you know what? I'm gonna I will rip through this at record pace. Higher, or lower, or Hail Mary! You know, I don't high want higher, lower, Hail Mary. Mary.
0: All we'll right, we'll
1: go higher, or lower, or Hail Mary I have Do I prep for it? I spent fucking okay. three hours so, today. getting th- ready.
0: I'm being summoned. I'm being summoned. Do the quarterbacks by yourself. I'll be back by the running backs. Okay. righty.
1: Sounds good. Uh, my higher quarterback of the week. And again, Wolfpack, if you don't mind giving this a like, I promise. I appreciate your patience listening to this. Hopefully it's just good content and you enjoy it and it's use, useful for you. Uh, but ultimately, we want to give you some ideas. And then, of course, your questions. 116 questions right now. We will get to all of them. It's 7:18 right now. I will cut the uh, higher lower Hail Mary. By 7-4 to make sure we give you guys plenty of time, but a thumbs up would be so appreciated on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, shares, all that good stuff. Thank you, Wolfpack. Let's get into higher, lower, Hail Mary. Jalen Hurts, my highest quarterback of the week, plus four ECR on him, QB9. He just ran for over 100 yards against the Saints defense that had not given up a 100-yard rusher in over three years. 55 fucking games, and Jalen Hurts did it. And then I also facilitated Miles Sanders doing it. Love what I saw from Jalen Hurts. Now he gets an Arizona defense, even softer, plays a good amount of man coverage, back turned. You know, obviously the film out on this guy will make him a little easier to stop, right? That's the argument I've heard against him. And I I get it, but ultimately I I love this matchup. I think Tyler Murray looks like he's back too. So I think this game, this Eagles and uh, Cardinals game is one that I'm really targeting. Love Jalen Hurts. I prefer him over Justin Herbert. My quarterback, 15, minus six ECR, even against a banged up Raiders team. I'm fucking sick of this guy. He just put up QB 14, QB 30, and then QB 17 numbers. Far cry from the locked-in QB 12 or better he had been, literally for every single start these last three weeks. For whatever reason, since us and Eckler has come back to the offense, whether it's just they're just going down to check down mode and they've stopped letting this guy sling, uh, maybe it's been tougher matchups. I don't know what it is, but he's gone from on a pace of 45 touchdowns to now on pace for 21 touchdowns in games with Eckler as compared to games without it. I don't want to play Justin Herbert tonight. I know a lot of you guys probably have questions on him given he's the guy tonight Thursday night football. I have 14 quarterbacks, including Jalen Hurts, above him. uh, And i probably bench Herbert. Now he is going to be boosted because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are expected to play, but limited on a snap count. I'm just not in Justin Herbert tonight. My Hail Mary is Mitch Trubisky. Uh, he's kind of my go-to every single week. The dude has 21 or more fancy points in two of his last three contests since returning. He's the quarterback 10. He's only 12% owned in two QB leagues. How is this guy still out there? A banged-up Minnesota defense He it, 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 with the worst corners out there. I like Mitch Trubisky yet again. I don't know how his ownership has not gone up. And then he gets the Jags next week, too. This guy deserves to be owned, whether two QB or fewer leagues. I'm all about Mitch Trubisky uh, as my Hail Mary quarterback. It looks like the truth has returned from being summoned. Uh,
0: uh, yes, the summoning was brief. Um, and I'm glad I showed up in time to hear you give Mitch Trubisky your perennial Hail Mary of the week once again. Yes, There's certain guys you love on that, and he's he's the most recent guy. All right, let's rip through the <laughs> running backs. No, it's not a bad call. It's really not. Allen Robinson's a great receiver. Yeah. All right. All right, let's rip through the running backs. Miles Sanders playing at Arizona. Uh, You got him as your seven. That's five higher than the experts. And the reason I put
1: him on there, it's like most people who own Miles Sanders probably want to play him. But I keep getting sit-start questions about him. So I I wanted to address this and how high I have him. Running back seven, pretty much he's a must-start in my opinion at this point. And there's many reasons why. 81% Eighty-one percent of the snaps last week, fifty-six, as compared to fifteen for Boston Scott. Four touches for Scott, as compared to eighteen for uh, Miles Sanders. No, nothing from Jordan Howard. He wasn't even heard from. And we saw one hundred fifteen yards, two TDs, uh, another twenty-one through the air. This read option offense that they have put in uh, the the, pat, the read um, RPOs really benefited him that 82 yard touchdown came on an RPO play and the defense just had no idea how to do this. And this was against again, the saints who just like against Jalen hurts who they hundred yards up to they let it over hundred yards to miles Sanders. The first running back to go over hundred yards on them in 55 games in literally three years and more. So th- that, that is an impressive feat. I think miles Sanders now in a softer matchup, I don't understand how he's not a top seven running back in everybody's rankings. So the questions like Cam Akers or Miles Sanders, like I'm going to go Miles Sanders, and I love Cam Akers. He's my number 10 running back, but I'm getting a lot of those like elite running backs. Which one do I jam into the flex? I'm going to go with Miles Sanders.
0: All right, lower. God, here we go. See Kelly uh playing the 49ers. You got him as you're 25, 6, lower than the experts. I don't really feel like we need to spend too much time on this.
1: Let me just tell you his running okay. back finishes since – Um, Dak Prescott went down, running back 35, running back 35, running back 29, running back 30, running back five, one nice day, running back 61, running back 22, running back 33, and yet he's ranked in the top 20 running backs every single week, I don't understand it, in fact I feel like running back 25 right now is too high, I I don't know why anybody, I have Gus Edwards, let's put put that into perspective, I have Gus Edwards and Jeff Wilson above Zeke Elliott And you should you should. And he, and he should right? Exactly. Deservedly so. Um, so yeah, don't put Z Gelly in your lineup. No reason to go back to this guy at all. And especially the calf. We do talk about the injury. He has a calf injury.
0: Do you know how bad you have to be to be this to, to be the RB sixty one on a given week? <laughs> that means that means like you're worse than the worst second running back in the entire exactly. NFL on
1: Often. the team. Like the guy that gets like
0: four carries or something. All right. Hail Mary running back. Assuming no Wilson or Edwards, Lynn Bowden, only 28% owned. Uh, you're 10 spots higher than the experts on him. That 28% owned might be worth taking a shot, picking the guy up. if You don't have him. And why might not? Right. I mean, he's got, he's a really a wide receiver who has running back
1: eligibility. So this is more so like you're just desperate and, and sickened at running back. He saw seven catches, 82 yards on nine targets, was the running back 22 in standard leagues without even touchdowns there, was the running back 15 and a half PPR, and it depends. We talked earlier how the targets are decimated but still practicing, so if all those guys are back, if Grant's playing, if Parker's playing, this Hail Mary kind of gets tossed out the window, but at least pick this guy up and see how this week develops because he could be a really intriguing flex and intriguing wide receiver three or intriguing running back two because of the versatility he can bring to your line with that eligibility in so many different leagues.
0: Wide receiver you're higher on. Mike Evans playing Atlanta, of course. Wide receiver 17, four spots higher than the experts. Of course, we know Tampa Bay has got that juicy schedule. Didn't matter for me anymore. Had two of their <laughs> receivers. Uh, they'll be Their season's done. So this just makes me angry, but I do think it's a good call.
1: Absolutely. I don't understand how people are not higher on this guy. He had literally, this is his first green matchup of the year. The first top 10 matchup any Bucks receiver has faced this year is Atlanta. And it couldn't be greener. They're number three in points allowed. Uh, They're so generous. And yeah, he had a little bit of a dud against, you know, Minnesota last week while he was dinged up with a hamstring injury, seven points. Before that, he went 17, 13, and 19, wide receiver 15, 24, and 10, and now we're ranking him outside our top 20 receivers? I don't understand that. I mean, he's a stud, and this is the easiest matchup he's faced all year. If you have Mike Evans, this could be the classic, like, two touchdown, 150 day that we've been kind of – and even if not, they're going to move the ball at will on this Atlanta team, and he's like their goal line running back. It's unstoppable what him and Brady do when they get to the red zone. So I love Mike Evans. I don't know why there's so many questions on him. Get him in your lineup this week. He's going to blow up.
0: All right. Wide receiver lower on DJ Chark at Baltimore. You got him as your 51. That's 17 or 14 spots lower than the experts. That one doesn't interest me that much. But you also got Claypool playing at Cincinnati as your wide receiver 36, six below the uh, experts. That one interests me more. I'm curious about them both, of course. But give, give me your spiel on both of them.
1: Yeah, so a lot of questions on Chark, like Minshew's back. Do we go back to our Chark? No. I- I'm it's not doing- <laughs> like
0: Minshew was that good anyway. No. That's like when everyone's like, wait till Andy Dalton gets back for the Cowboys. It's going to turn everything around. Get that right. guy from JMU out of here.
1: Exactly. Fucking trash. It, Minshew has not been that good. Yeah, it's better for Chark than Lennon, but still, uh, just like we did with with Zeke. G- 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 Chark has been the wide receiver 79-42, 77-5. 37 53 71 and 93. <laughs> they both have that? they
0: both have had one good week. Exactly.
1: And how is he being ranked as a potential fringe starter, a wide receiver 37? Like I he you can be. I think it's ridiculous.
0: Guy. I think it's ridiculous to be starting this guy unless you're just absolutely desperate, which you probably aren't at this point in the season. If you're in your right,
1: you are probably not considering him. But I have gotten some claypool questions and his snaps continue to go down. He was out-snapped by James Washington last week, 46 compared to 38 for Claypool. Do I understand why? No. Claypool's a freak. If you told me this guy was going to get the targets and the, the snaps that he was in for in the beginning of the year against Cincinnati, he had 17 against Cincinnati last team. This time, this one could blow up in my face because Cincinnati's that bad and Claypool's that good of a talent. But I don't want to have my playoffs on the line on a guy that's playing less snaps than James fucking Washington at this point. And and that was with Deontay Johnson getting benched for a half, who almost played just as many snaps as Chase Claypool. I, I don't trust this guy anymore. I love the player. I think dynasty-wise, long-term, he's going to be an absolute monster. With the rest of my season on the line, I am not putting Claypool into my lineup.
0: All right. Hail Mary, wide receiver position, Tyron Johnson. You got him at 56 spots above the experts. Danny, Danny Amendola, 10 above the expert consensus rating uh, if you want to go for another one.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, so here's the deal. Tyron Johnson, now that both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are expected to play, he loses a little bit of luster. I
0: don't know if you really want to roll the dice with Tyron Johnson.
1: No, I'm going to take this one off. Uh, he did have, granted, six catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown with no Mike Williams last week. But at this point, with both those guys, even at limited snaps, are going to be in. No more Tyron Johnson. So Danny Amendola, if you're completely desperate, again, if you're at this point in your playoffs, you probably don't need these types of Hail Marys. But... He had back-to-back games with over 60 yards. December, Denny has arrived. And I feel like he's the type of guy, like Chase Daniel, crap quarterback. But oftentimes, crap quarterbacks need that little security blanket, the guy, the little dink and dunks. So this is more so for like DraftKings Hail Marys or things of that nature, facing a Tennessee team that they're going to need to play a lot of comeback ball against. I wouldn't be shocked to see Denny Amendola come out with like an 8-10 to catch day and just go completely berserk. On DraftKings. So that's more so a DraftKings Hail Mary than anything else.
0: All right, let's get to tight ends. We do have just a massive mailbag staring us down right now. So Evan Ingram uh, against the Browns, three spots above the experts.
1: Yep, and it's the Browns, number two in terms of points allowed. And Ingram's had three matchups against Green light teams. He's scored. He's been top 10 in all of them. He's scored over 12 in all of them. I, I love him to go tight end 7. I, he's ranked outside the top 10 and I don't understand why. I, I think he's going to blow up against this, this awful, awful Browns defense.
0: Hayden Hurst, still getting mentions on the pod. You got him as your tight end 20. That's 6 below the experts. Also, Jordan Reed. What are you doing, man? Oh, you're actually on the right side of this one. Uh, going yeah. at Dallas tight end 21. 8 spots below the experts. How in the world could you have Jordan Reed as your tight end 13? Come on.
1: <laughs> exactly i mean obviously if kittle returns no one's gonna rank him that high but yeah i see i think a lot of people I, I don't down. even care i don't no. even care Nope. He, he bailed so many people out with like a garbage time touchdown a week ago yeah i remember i was thinking the same down thing down. doesn't matter doesn't matter he is so bad so he's a bitch i fucking hate jordan reeds So there you go that's your analysis don't play him he's a bitch <laughs> and then he didn't hurt. Since suffering an ankle injury has been zero, seven, one, and 1. Fantasy point. Why is he a tight end 14 in rankings when he hasn't been? He's been the tight end 58, 18, 44, and 51. He's been a bottom 44 or worse in three out of four weeks. Disgusting. Awful. oh, Hideous. No need for him, especially when you
0: got a Hail Mary like... Irv Smith Jr., tight end 11, seven spots above uh, the experts who have him at a pathetic tight end 18. You got this guy as a starter. A, a Way above Hayden Hurst and Jordan Reed, who he's somehow below in the
1: rankings, makes no sense for me. Irv Smith has been the tight end three in two of his last three weeks active. He's, he, again, granted, been injured for a bunch of weeks, but he's been active the last three times, Two, three of the top three with 14 points. Including last week, 63 catches, uh, 63 catches would be fucking insane. 63 yards, four catches, uh, a touchdown. The guy is a beast. Irv Smith is so athletic. He's got a great chemistry. And Chicago gives up the third most points to tight ends, and they're very good against receivers. So this is kind of like if you pass, Hit the tight ends against them. Jordan Akins was about to make the, our prediction for Hail Mary last week. Gorgeous until he lost the ball in the sun. It literally. Did you see that play? I don't know if you saw it. They yeah. threw the ball at him, and they hit him in the shoulder pad. Like
0: I saw it. he just was like, huh?
1: Fucking moron. Right, it's we're Irv playing Smith. football.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I, I got one question for you, and then and then let's hit the mailbag. Okay. Yeah. Flex spot. Would you start Irv Smith or uh, Zeke? Oh man. <laughs> Probably Irv. Honestly, I think I I know. I just wanted to hear you say it. I just wanted to hear you Mm -hmm. say those words. I would start Irv Smith Jr. over Ezekiel Elliott in the flex right now. If I had to,
1: I hope everything you need comes true tonight and the rest of week 15 and we get those ships. We will be live on Saturday and Sunday because we got football every fucking day in 2020. It's the best. Uh, So Wolfpack, Catch us for those other sit-starts that don't involve Thursday night uh, football. Saturday, I'm guessing 11. We'll do both shows at 11 a.m. Sit-start, 11 a.m. Saturday, Sunday. All your questions, we will hit them all. Thank you guys again so much. If you haven't subbed yet, please do. Thumbs up, all that good stuff. Good luck tonight. Best of luck. You can find all our stuff at rosestreetjournal.com, where we breed and feed fantasy wolves. I'm the wolf. I'm the truth. Ada. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause oh, oh 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 And wave out to the crowd And take our final bow Oh, it's our time to go But at least we stole the show 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 At least we stole, the
0: show. Least we stole the show Straight ahead Deadly. second effort Third effort Touchdown! fashion football right there folks <laughs>